0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Well, hi everyone that's here now and is going to listen to it later. Welcome to the God Coaching Show with Gene Abbott. And you can always listen after you listen to it. You can forward it over to your friends and family uh, that um to listen to a great podcast to help you get closer to God, Jesus, and uh, and also Mr. Holy. So, Dad, I'm going to Good. turn it over to you and uh, you you take it away. I know you got your second part of your story to share. So anyway. Yours. Yours. Uh,
0: that's uh, what I was going to share today was the last part or second part or third part. I don't know what part it is, but it's my uh, testimony of my book. Uh, the book is on Amazon. It's just about eight bucks. You can order it there. It's for me, your pleasure. But I'm, I'm not sure where I ended last week. So uh, I'm just going to start, and if I left out a part of it, if you're not familiar with a part of it, <laughs> you can call uh, Terry or me or somebody, and I can give you the full details on it. But, you uh, know, I ended the program last week, I think, uh, with Dude's bride. Uh, he had a, she had a son. He died. The second son was Solomon. And uh, that's I'm not going to major in him, but I, I, I somehow I don't want I don't want to finish this story, but I guess I will part of it anyway. Uh, no, I'm not going to finish that. I can't finish this story. I don't feel good about it. Uh, let me talk about <clears throat> me personally, but me personally and my uh, involvement with Christ and how I came to find Christ. And uh, I was searching for a better life, and I came across my I came across a situation that I'll share with you. I don't know whether you're aware or not, but my daughter that's was um I have two daughters, one in Hawaii and one in Miami, and uh, the one in Miami is the one you're listening to. It T, which is called Tari. I don't know where we got that name from, but anyway, we have, and I call her T or my daughter most of the time. I came to know Christ or become part of Christ as a, a result of tea. Uh, a miracle happened in her life. And she don't like for me to discuss this, but I'll do it anyway. Uh, a miracle uh, occurred in her life that changed my whole life. Uh, I came to know the Lord in 1967 as a result of a miracle in my daughter's life. My life was filled with fun and delving. Believe me, there is not a man in the world that had more fun and life. And doing everything I wanted to do, I I was in a good job. I've always worked for myself, basically. And God has blessed me with not riches, but he's blessed me with money. Money has never been a problem to me. I've been broke. I've owned three hundred thousand dollars next next month, I may owe a uh, hundred thousand the following month i may may uh, may have two hundred thousand dollars in the bank that money doesn't bother me. Success always bothered me i was I'm uh, constantly wanting success, which brought money sometimes brought failure but anyway, she developed a bad case asthma. Uh, She's probably put in the past four years. But anyway, I'll read this one paragraph of something I wrote because I had uh, was uh, conditioned myself to pastor a church. In fact, I'm doing that now. So if you run across a church that needs a, a pastor, I'm available. Well, I don't that either, but anyway she uh I was running around having a great time in life, and she had suffered she had suffered a severe case of asthma. you know there's no cure for asthma as diabetes, unfortunately for her or may I say unfortunately for her, she' had both of them but uh we uh I was playing golf and drinking drinking a lot I came home and she was uh suffering a bad case of asthma. She could hardly breathe. So uh we took her to and it was hundred and five. You know, that's uh, the point of death. Her body was so hot. We had to soak her in a tub filled with ice to bring her temperature down until help arrived. A godly man was nearby and he prayed for healing. What now? What are you going to do with this healing? That night, she was healed after four years of this dreadful disease, never to be afflicted again. Remember I said there's no cure for asthma. You can control it. There's no cure. But she was healed. How I know she was healed? Well, at present age, she's never suffered again. One ounce of asthma has been brought to her attention. After four years of this this dreadful disease, never being afflicted again, she led me, he led me to the Lord. I was never the same. You know, as we look at life, as we look at life as it is today, we're so unhappy with life. We do things that we are not familiar with, and things that we don't want to do. We do things that. Uh... I'm gonna read you something that I uh, wrote. I if I can find it, let me see if I can find it. Oh, there it is. Or is it? I'll write all the time. Anyway, she was uh, healed. I was the of the Lord. I was never the same. And uh, just the other day, I wrote an article, uh, not about a healing, but about how twisted this world is. Now, some of us live in this twisted world, living mm-hmm. And trying to draw from it. But remember this. That Mr. Holy. As church calls the Holy Spirit. Mr. Holy will help you through any of this. So this is what I wrote. This world is twisted. Twisted now. Since the dawn of mankind. We have been trying to get away from simple logic. Adam and Eve living in a beautiful oasis surrounded by God's love. Food and shelter and all the necessities of life were at their disposal. Well, along came the devil, demons, and et cetera, and planted a twisted of thought in their head. They fell for it and took it hook, line, and sinker. So here we are today still searching with this twisted logic, whether to live on the street in the multi-million dollar house, we still search. The beggar who walked down the road wants a grocery cart to show his or her belongings. The same street, the guy wants a bigger house and more luxuries, and the search goes on. I know most of you have seen this movie. I hope you know what it is, but I'm not going to reveal who it is. I watched a movie last evening made about 40 years ago where two kids, boy and girl, were stranded on a small island with plenty of fresh water, fruit, and all the fish they need. They marooned, marooned on this island with an old salt. That means a seagoing sailor. He taught them how to make a fire, build a simple shelter, like all good and bad movies, the old salt died. Two kids under twelve, all along with nowhere to go and no leadership. Fast forward eight years from that date, they are still with they're still on the island. But you know what? They have a small baby, happy and content to live on their island with all the sisters that were available. But the point of making that I'm making, they were happy and content. Food, shelter, and each other. Sounds like a great plan, but we're never happy with it. But why do we beat ourselves up? Can, not, can we not be satisfied with one another and trust God for leadership and, and, his, and our needs? More and more and more is our way of life. We always want more. Unhappy, sad, and very unhealthy-looking, for death is sure to come. Like I said in the beginning, we are twisted. Rely on... Terry calls her Yeshua. What do you call it, T? Uh, Yeshua.
1: Yeshua, Yeshua. Yes, Yeshua.
0: We rely on Yeshua, as he said in the scriptures. He feeds the birds animals, and clothes the field with gorgeous colors. Can he do the same for us? God will do the same for us. He will protect us. He will give us our needs. He will give us our happiness if we rely on him. Now here are this couple kids marooned on this island. An old sailor Showed them how to. That was marooned with them because a ship crashed or something. A bird. And there was an old sailor taught them how to make a fire. How to build a, a house, meaning with knots and ropes and the cetera. And then about uh, five years after they were marooned. The sailor died. Now they're really alone. This young boy and girl, both of them, by this time they were almost uh, oh, 12 years old, 11 years old. They grew up together. They had no idea about what to do. They realized that they had, they didn't know anything. But, you know, God transpired their life. They were in love because they had all they had was in love, and all at once they realized it. They liked each other so much that they bound themselves together. They had a child, and as the story goes on, they were marooned on, marooned on the island, and then in a freak accident, a boat drifted away, and they were. They, were, they died later on, but they were totally happy with life itself, with nothing more than food, shelter, and each other. Can we be happy like that? They were. It's a movie, of course, but I really enjoyed it. But who is has God I'm talking about? Can you... Can you explain today who God is? Well, maybe you can explain who made God. Wow. Where does God live? <clears throat> does God know me or you? God is omnipotent. That's all-powerful. Omnipresent means everywhere. An omniscient, all-knowing. So God knows everything. He's everywhere, and he's he's most powerful. Can we be happy with that? No. Apparently not because so many of us walk the ways of the world walk rather than walk with God. If he is all through these things, do you know God? I started an exercise yesterday and I will finish today, I hope, but I'm not going to finish it. I'll go back maybe next week or whenever. He allows me to do it again. I'll talk about my story totally. But look back one day and see the first part. Who made God? God was before and after. Ask him, when do you get there? He lives everywhere. How? He's omnipresent. He says Lord in heaven. God knew you before you were born. Psalms one hundred thirty and nine. You know, the Bible, some of people didn't believe in the Bible. It was all God. It was all man. But I want to show, remember this about Psalms 139. While you are in your mother's womb, before you were born, he made each part. Let me talk about making each part. There are some people that do not believe in God, Said. God's just an idea made up, brought up by man. That takes a great deal of faith to believe in God. I tell you something, that takes more faith to know that we live and walk and search in a world that has intricate parts. If I had a watch on, I mean, a lot of you do, and if I were to take this watch off my wrist, Take it totally apart every spring, every tension, every lever, hands, everything. is watch. I have a handful of parts. I take those handful of parts, pour it in a cup, shake it up good, throw it out, and when it when, when it all came back, it was fully a watch again. Would that be a miracle? For those that don't believe in God, that's what we have to believe, that everything just happened according to one one thing to another thing to another thing. Why is the world, why is the earth 93 million billion miles from the sun? Why does the earth rotate on a 23-degree axis? Why do we have seasons? Why do we have winter and summer? Why do we have night and day? What is the sun made of? All of these things, specific, we need to know each one and where it comes from. Do you realize that the same thing would happen to that watch that i disposed? If I shake it up, Throw it up in the air and bring it out of my hand. It'd be my watch again. Now, how much faith does it take to believe that? That's what people try to believe today. Said it takes a great deal of faith to believe in God. It does take a great deal of faith compared to what it would be if you didn't have God. There we with sit with God. He's all powerful. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. Who made God? Uh, I don't know. But when we get to heaven, ask him, who made you? He'll tell you. His headquarters in heaven. God knew you before you were born. He wove you in your mother's womb. He is all free and powerful, all-knowing, all-powerful, and all everywhere. He is a spirit in the world. In my heart at all times. Do I know God? Do you know God? Know Him as a relationship. I submitted to Him never to be cast out again. Once God has you in His hand, once you become part of Him, you're for always in God's hand. And no one, no one can take you out. Jesus said that. He said, if I got you in my hand one time and you submitted your life to me, no one can take you out. He died for you. Name is symbolic that die for him. But why did he die? Why did Christ die for us? It's a battle between the devil and Christ. The scripture says uh, the but devil will bruise your heel. It's the same verse it says, but he will take your life. And he will defeat the devil by, by dying on the cross for us who had no sin, but it became sin for us. So today I wish you would uh, consider being seeing the devil for what for what he is. You know, I get a great great little enjoyment out of working with God. And God uses me. Why did he use me? There's so many people he could use, but he used me also. So the other day, I was sitting here in my chair, studying. And God said, write this down. God said, you are my son. That's me. But I'm not special because everybody that believes in God is his son or daughter. God said, the words you preach doesn't come from you. It doesn't belong to you. What do you mean it doesn't belong to you? What do you mean I don't, I'm saying it doesn't belong to me. God said, it doesn't come from you. It isn't yours. What? What I preach doesn't come from me. It isn't mine. But God said, the gift of preaching doesn't doesn't belong to you. Well, who does it belong to? And he said, it belongs to the world. Wow. God said, "They, they, they need to hear the words more than you need to say it. Wow. I mean, Because you need to hear the words more than need to say it. I shook my head. God said, it would keep you alive, but you must share it. That's why I'm talking to you today, to share God's love. I also write poetry. I do a great deal of things right now. I want to read you a piece that I wrote today, yesterday. It's called The Power of You. I whisper you in the morning. I feel each move you make. I am lost in how I feel. For your love is overwhelming even though there are times that I seem so far away, yet never fear because I'm always by your side. Because I'm your man and you're my lady. It's called the power of love. God is like that. He's the power of love. He's the power of assurance. We are assured that God is with me and with you if you belong to him. And Mr. Holy will guide you along the way. I um, don't pass the day passing me by. I never let a day pass me by by not saying to, to the Holy Spirit, oh, teach me, help me, guide me. Same thing holds true with Jesus. Who died on the cross for us. Never a day goes by that I can't say thank you. And there's God, a three part God. There's God, there's Jesus,
1: and there's the Holy Spirit.
0: All three people, not people, all three entities. Not three, but one. So how you do that? I don't know. Nobody can explain I seminary. I said to the professor, one of them, about the second day I was there, and I said, explain the Holy Spirit, explain the Holy Trinity to me. He couldn't do it. No one can explain the Holy Trinity. They can explain what it is, but they can't explain how it happens. How do we become three entities into one? And yet each entity performs a task. And that's what happens to me. He's everywhere. He's all-knowing, all-sharing, and he loves you much. Who said? Yes. Holy Spirit? Yes. When the Holy Spirit, well, when Jesus was here on earth and he died for our sins, and he brought her to heaven, he said, I'm going to go away, but I'll send you someone. That will assist you, help you along the way. And that's the Holy Spirit, which he calls Mr. Coley. And he's wonderful. He takes care of us. I I love him with all my heart. And I guess that's the reason I couldn't finish my story today. But you can see the book, get the book, and read it. It's about airplanes and crashes and horses and people and all the things that I shared. No one, with the exception of those people that kill. I don't kill people. and never did. I don't think. we got in terrible fights and had beautiful women around me at all times. And I loved them. They loved me back. And I had no thought for the world. No thought for anybody except my own pleasure. And then when I accepted Christ, it changed my life. What? For a good? Just a little drink and carry on and run around and gamble. No, I don't do that. For something is sweeter than anything. It's called God. Today, as you look at yourself, remember that God is everything. God is everywhere. And God is all knowing. Well, how in the works he'd know me and love me, but He did. The the door to His kingdom is open. One day I will be with Him for eternity eternity. Where is that? I don't know, but it's there. I know God when, you, when I see Him. I know God's in heaven, but we're in heaven. It's above the heavens. Where is that? I can't tell you. I know one thing, that one day we will be with him. Will you be there with me? I hope you will. And share what you hear, see, and touch. God loves you as no one could ever love you. Well, you got any questions or any thoughts, thoughts on it, Keith, take it up.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I ha- I have one for you. So the letter that you wrote that was channeled to you uh by God, right? You is that yes. right? Okay. Yes. Uh all right, so it's channeled by God. That's cool. I like that letter. Um and yeah, whenever you want to share your story that that's the door's open, you just let me know cuz um we'll we'll do it. I, I try it, you guys, if it gets a little bit off that are listening now that he taught, wants to talk about something, he says sometimes you'll change it up, so I'm trying to keep up. But anyway, um, we're working on that. It's a work in progress, so great show today. Uh appreciate that. You can share your story whenever you're ready. Just let me know, and I'll make sure it gets out there to everybody And so you can listen in. And um, uh, that's a good story. That's a, that's great what you channel. I like it. Anyway, anyway. Um, Thank you, Dad. And uh, do you have anything else for from- me?
0: No. Uh, it's an important thing to me to know that the words I preach doesn't come from me. It doesn't belong to me.
1: That's it belongs crazy. to the world. Yeah, I like
0: that. It belongs to the world. They need to hear the words more than I need to say it. It would keep me alive, and you must share it. All right, guys. Love you much. Love to see you. See uh, no. We're
1: gonna you. We're going to close it out then. To, go ahead. What do you want,
0: want? To, You may want to give them my email address, but I'll leave it up to you. So. Oh,
1: yeah. Please, go night. ahead. Do you, uh, do, you it, do you want me to give it, or do you want to give it to them? I don't care. I, tell me. Um, it,
0: wait, my email, my email address is Colonel Abbott, C-O-L-O-N-E-L, Abbott, A-B-B-O-T-T, 366 at gmail.com. Daddy, Colonel isn't it
1: 365? Um, what? Is it uh, in at 365, not 366, right? I think.
0: It's, three, it's 366.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. You
1: three, me. I know. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, three. It's uh, Colonel Abbott three six six at Gmail. So you guys got it. And if it bounces back, then it's three six five <laughs> at Gmail. Anyway, I'm teasing. He says it's three six six. So we'll just stick with that. Like like you said. Anyway. All right, everybody. You Take care. Have a great now. And Dad, I will catch up with you later. All right. So bye, everybody. Bye. God bless you.